بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقدة من لساني يفقهوا قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا اما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته respected listeners uh, last week alhamdulillah we completed uh, the tafsir uh, and review of uh, surah muzammil and the mashra was that we uh, do the tafsir of some of the surahs that we recite daily at home or most often recited in salah uh, surah al-fatiha and the shorter surahs of the, at the end of the 30th juz so inshallah that's what we will begin with uh, especially now everyone's at home and this is a good opportunity for the whole family to uh, focus on connecting with the Quran and as Sha'ban is well underway and the time for Ramadan is coming closer it is uh, important for us to realize that this is the month of Quran is here um, Ibn Hajar one of the great scholars of the past commentators of Sahih Bukhari as well he said كان المسلمون إذا دخل شعبان أكبوا على المصاحف وأخرجوا وأخرجوا الزكاة. When the Muslims, the righteous Muslims, in the past Muslims, this was the habit. When شعبان would enter, أكبوا على المصاحف, they would literally you would translate that as they would fall upon their mushafs. They would fall upon the copies of the Quran. Meaning that that would be their time pass. They would be continuously focusing and their, their shughul and their ta- they would busy themselves with reciting Quran <laughs> and they would take out their zakah they would discharge their zakah in Sha'ban and why is that? Anas radiallahu anhu he mentions sim- uh, a similar narration in, uh, in Fath al-Bari is mentioned that akhraju zakat amwalihim taqwiyatan li da'ifihim ala sawm they would take out zakat they would discharge the zakat in Sha'ban so that the weak ones meaning the financially weak ones would be able to gain the resources required to be able to fast. Because otherwise, the financially weak people, meaning people who have nothing, where are they going to get food for suhoor and iftar when they don't have wealth? So this was something that in Shaban they used to start discharging the zakat. And I think this is so applicable to us right now, that all of us are at home. This is the time for us, if we have not already begun, to start focusing on reciting the Qur'an and understanding and trying to make an attempt to understand the meaning of the Quran, going through a tafsir of the Quran, etc. On a regular basis, 20-25 minutes a day uh, of reading tarjama or tafsir would be something we can start from now. Ma'arif al-Quran and Mufti Shafi rahmatullahi alayhi, translated by Mufti Taqi, available online um, at multiple places. Uh, the eight-volume tafsir is something that we can have at our home and we can make a habit of reading with the family. Uh, or individually as well and then going through the translation of that uh, we could start mashallah I've seen brothers have messaged me uh, of how they've already begun studying tarjuma or tafsir or a recitation of the Quran with the teacher online and then the second thing is that they would discharge the zakat in Shaban so that the people uh, the poor people could ha- use that to help themselves make preparations for Ramadan and now as we are surrounded by people who have job losses and uh, all across the world not just the United States of course everywhere else people are going through difficulty it, this would be a very oper- a good time for us to discharge our zakah also and sadaqah as well in order to assist those who are in need and so that they can prepare properly for Ramadan Alhamdulillah this is um, something that I think we will benefit greatly um, if we if we also do these two things that the Muslims of the past used to do. So when it comes to akabu uh, al-masahif, falling upon and, and focusing on the Quran, all aspects, not only of tilawa, but of also, inshallah, hopefully we can use this time to also uh, connect with the Quran in its meanings, in its translations, in its uh, tafsir, etc. So we'll start off with Surah Al-Fatiha um, being the most important uh, and the most oft read surah of the Quran and um, go over some of the meanings of this beautiful surah uh, before we begin surah al-fatiha 
we are always of course since it's the beginning of the Quran we 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 st- whenever we sit down to recite we start with um ta'awudh and then we do basmala meaning we say a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim and then after that we say bismillahir rahmanir rahim so there is consensus that a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim is not any by itself a um ayah of the Quran instead Nabi alayhi salatu salam however used to recite that at the beginning before reciting the Quran and Allah azza wa jalla mentions this in, in surah an-nahl ayah number 98 of surah an-nahl Allah says fa idha qara'ta al-Qur'ana fasta'idh billahi minash shaitanir rajim that when you choose to recite the Quran when you begin to recite the Quran then seek Allah's protection from the accursed shaitan so in this ayah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us explicit command that before you begin to recite Quran you need to start seeking refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the accursed shaitan and it's, you you ask yourself why is that why is it that the, the the Quran is telling us to seek refuge in Allah from shaitan before we begin something which is so mubarak which is something so great which is recitation of the Quran why not before we start doing our homework can we do it then yes of course we can do that what why not before we start uh, uh doing some other b- daily mundane business work definitely we can do all of that but why is the quran focusing on this aspect and the 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 main thing is that shaitan is interested in ruining our affairs of our deen ruining our relationship with allah making sure that we are not able to build our relationship with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so anytime we try to do something good shaitan will be there to ruin it if a person that personal work of his it doesn't really have a, anything to do with his deen or he is not really uh, getting closer to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through that work then we may find shaitan may not be too worried about creating a problem in that but when he sees that this is something that he will get close to allah then he will get he will create lots of problems and most definitely there is nothing that you can get closer to allah with besides the quran the way quran grants us ta'alluq with allah nothing does so this is the most powerful dhikr that we can be doing uh, is recitation of the quran abundantly now you and i we all see when we sit down to recite as soon we you know alhamdulillah we took some time out we're sitting down all of a sudden we start remembering that i i had this affair to take care of that errand to run all of a sudden i got to make that phone call that person's waiting for me these things we didn't remember before but now we sit down to recite quran all these memories start coming or these thoughts start coming in our mind then as soon as we start reciting someone says hey i don't even know what this means let me open up the translation first he goes goes go try to go find a book then he said let me go open up my website let me go find the translation as he's looking from there from that website of translation ends up somewhere else and subhanallah khalas story ended there no more recitation of the quran today so shaitan will use every means for us not to sit down to read and then we somehow manage to overcome him and we sit down to read he will try to distract us and make us leave what we're doing and we see that in children they have such a young uh, young innocent children such a hard time memorizing quran even though they're young kids but shaitan is trying to create obstacles for them so it's not that we are any different how i mean the kids who sit and memorize the hifz class maktab class mashallah even they may not get too much work done or they are getting work done they're at least holding the quran for 1 hour 2 hour 3 hour 4 hours so shaitan couldn't stop them from that because the parents are forcing them maybe or encouraging them to do that and he may create obstacles in how much they memorize but at least they're holding on to the quran for adults yet we see that even sitting down for 20 minutes with the quran unfortunately becomes very challenging so much get work gets done but we're not able to sit with the quran so what's going on there shaitan our enemy is creating obstacles that is why dear brothers and sisters that if we find ourselves the whole day has passed by and we have not picked up the mushaf we have not sat down to read then know that we are under the attack of shaitan or kuchne you know that's it we're under the attack of shaitan and we need to seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, from uh, this and no better way to doing that than a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem doing wudu doing fresh wudu and sitting down and facing the qibla if, uh, if possible and if we start falling asleep our mind starts wandering off Rem- remind yourself that you are under attack 
And now start reading A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Ar-Rajeem A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Ar-Rajeem A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Ar-Rajeem Another beautiful ayah uh, is uh, ayah of, uh, of Surah Al-Mu'min uh, Surah Al-Mu'minun The 18th Jews Allah Azza wa Jal says there towards the, in the last rukur وَقُلْ رَبِّ أَعُوذُ بِكَ مِنْ هَمَزَاتِ الشَّيَاطِينَ Say I seek refuge in Allah from the whisperings from the uh, uh, insinuations of shaitan So this is something that we should also uh, recite أَعُوذُ بِكَ مِنْ هَمَزَاتِ الشَّيَاطِينَ There are many different types of ta'wud and so this is أَعُوذُ بِلَهِ مِنْ شَيْطَانَ الرَّجِيمِ or أَعُوذُ أعوذ بك من همزات الشياطين or أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم all of these things all of these different ways are fine to seek refuge in Allah سبحانه وتعالى from the accursed shaitan and in when we recite surah when we recite the Quran in salah as well after thana right what do we say أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم so even in salah we do this there were two individuals who were cursing at one another or arguing with one another in front of the Prophet Ali And he, one of them was angry at the other and his face had become red. The Prophet Ali then said, I mean, they're at a, probably at a distance, a little bit distance, but the Prophet is watching, can hear what's going on, can see what's happening. And there are Sahaba who are sitting around Rasulullah who are watching the scene of two people getting angry at one another, and one of them is his face has become red. The Prophet said, Inni rajim. I know a kalima. Had this person said that kalima, then he would no longer be enraged, he would no longer feel what he is feeling. He would no longer feel what he is feeling. If he were to say what I know and what is that kalima a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim so we've been taught that when a person is angry which may happen many times now that people are spending more time at home with uh, with family all day all night shaitan tries to come and create problems right this is uh, uh, this is a uh, uh, standard expectation can have that when you spend too much time with someone shaitan tries to create problems here so this is some advice for myself and all of us recite a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim when we're angry Nabi Salam, his habit was when you travel and he would it would night night would fall while he was traveling and he's and he uh decided to spend the night in somewhere, he would recite the dua Ya Ardi Rabbi Rabbi Wa Rabbi Kallah Oh Oh the earth, my Lord and Rabbukillah and your Lord is Allah. I seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from your evil and the evil of what's in you. وَشَرِّمَا خُلِقَ فِيكَ And the evil of what has been created in you وَشَرِّمَا يَدِبُّ عَلَيْكَ And the evil of that which crawls upon you أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنْ أَسَدٍ وَأَسْوَدٍ وَمِنْ حَيَّ وَالْعَقْرَبٍ I seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the, the predatory animals like the tiger, the lion and the, the snakes, the poisonous snake the uh, scorpion وَمِنْ شَرِّ سَاكِنِ الْبَلَدِ وَوَالِدٍ وَمَا وَلَدٍ and the evil of any being that resides in this area, whether it be the the one that gave birth or the one that was given birth. This is the riwayah of Abdullah bin Umar and Abu Dawood Sharif. Very comprehensive dua. What do we see here? Rasulullah before spending the night anywhere, is seeking refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from all the evil that is possibly out there. In our dua night, Saturday night, we talked about some of these things as well. Seeking refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a really important aspect. Similarly, the Prophet sallallahu would make a habit of reciting Mu'awwidatain. And the two powerful surahs of seeking protection in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the evil, Qul al-Fala, Qul nas His habit every morning, every evening, reciting, the, reciting those. So, the word A'udhu Billah, A'udhu is to take refuge in, and then we say I seek refuge in Allah So meaning I turn my uh, my full attention uh, Towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So that he can protect me From all evil Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is asking us to do that Kalima, The word Allah is the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The greatest name Which incorporates all other names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala This is the most The proper name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The greatest name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala All the attributes of Allah included in there 
So when you say a'udhu billah, you're meaning a'udhu billah al-Rahim, a'udhu billah al-Hakim, a'udhu billah al-Latif, a'udhu billah al-Qawi, a'udhu billah al-Ghani, a'udhu billah al-Adil, a'udhu billah al-Fard, a'udhu billah al-Samad, a'udhu billah al-Wahid, a'udhu billah al-Ahad, a'udhu billah al-Qahar, a'udhu billah al-Jabbar, a'udhu billah al-Wadud till the end. Right? So now someone, someone, uh, uh, for example, may be in a situation that they are afraid of something, and you're saying a'udhu billah. So it means a'udhu billah al-Qawi. If you are in now, uh, you are in poor and you're in need of of uh, of something, uh, poor of whatever you know needs of this world, you're gonna say a'udhu billah, and you have got a'udhu billah al-Ghani. Uh, a person is in uh, your need of knowledge. You are uh, looking for knowledge and answers to problems, and you say a'udhu billah. So it's as though you're saying a'udhu billah al-Alim al-Khabir. If you are in a need of you are need of mercy. You're heartbroken. You're, you're, you know, in, in, in a pitiful condition, and you say "Audhu Billah." You're saying "Audhu Billah Rahim." So when you say the name of Allah Azza wa Jal, the proper name of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, it basically applies to your situation you find yourself in. Automatically applies into that situation. Whatever attribute of Allah Azza wa Jal you require, what, whatever qualities of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala you need assistance from. And you need assistance uh, for that issue. You're turning to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala through this name. Allah says in the Quran, husna." Surah Al-Araf. Allah says to Allah belongs to all the beautiful names. supplicate Him through those names. Now, why Shaitan been called Shaitan? It comes from the word Shatana. Yani Shatana in the meaning of Ibtada. Uh, uh, and and uh, Um Um, so shatana comes in the meaning is to be far away from ibtada, to be out, to be far out, to be exiled. And so when a person leaves a manhaj, a method, he has shatana, he has kharaja. The person who leaves the protocol, the person who leaves a certain lifestyle, he is gone off, as we say, gone off the manhaj. He went off the right path. So why Shaitan bin Kal Shaitan? Because he left Jannah. He was exiled out of Jannah. And most definitely, even before he left Jannah, he chose to lead his life in a manner that was not in accordance to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted. And so anyone in that case who leaves the manhaj and the methodology of leading an Islamic lifestyle has what? Shaitana, ibtada, has gone away from the true path and hence become a shaitan. Believe it or not, that's what it is. So when a person follows the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah azza wa jal will guide him to the methodology that he wants people to lead and will guide him to that lifestyle that will take him to paradise in this world. So the sharia will give you peace at home, peace in your body, peace in your uh, emotional state, in your mental state, peace in your children, peace in your business, peace in your actions, peace in your past, peace in your present, peace in your future. Um, you know, peace in your uh, 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 all your seasons and peace towards the end of your life. Allah Azza wa Jalla says, "Yahdi bihi Allahu man ittabaa subula salam." Subhanallah. Allah says in Surah Maidah, Allah guides through the Quran those who choose to follow the path of Allah's pleasure. Where does Allah guide them? Subula salam, the various paths of peace. The various paths of peace you will be guided to if you follow the footsteps that will guide you towards Allah's pleasure. Meaning, if my lifestyle is, I want to make Allah happy at the end of the day, that's it. If that's my goal, I want to make Allah happy in whatever situation I'm in. People keep on saying, now we, the governor announced uh, that um, the stay-home order is going to be till the end of the April, which is basically the, you know, the first 10 days of Ramadan. So now we know that the first 10 days of Ramadan most, you know, is going to be spent at home, not in the masajid. So this is not the end of the world. This should be for us that I don't worship the masjid only, uh, or Allah in the masjid. I worship Allah wherever He, wherever I am. So yes, the situation may change a little bit. Just like we perform salah four at home, two while we're traveling. You perform wudu when you have water, and you perform tayammum when you don't have water. Similarly, Ramadan at home is not the end of the ardeen. Absolutely not. We will. We may have even a better Ramadan if we are if we are focused with our family, whatnot. So when a person says I'm trying to earn the pleasure of Allah What does Allah do for him? He will open up the Allah will open up the paths of peace And Allah will take him out of 
layers of darkness towards the one 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 light so we have to make this um, effort to stay on the manhaj the, the method of um, the method of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and shaitan is that makhluq which leaves this method anyone who leaves this method is a shaitan Allah says for example towards Musa to Musa and Harun Musa and Harun you go to Fir'aun he has transgressed all limits so Tughyan transgressing the limit this is to leave the manhaj the method of, of the truth and to, trans, uh, to transgress and to traverse over to the path of falsehood to the path of shaitan and that's why the Quran in other places have not only used the word shayateen al-jinn has said shayateen al-ins as well the shayateen from the human beings who are the shayateen from the human beings who are not following the method of Allah laid out by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explained to us by the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when a person chooses to turn his back towards this method Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will guarantee for him a difficult life whoever turns his back to Allah's remembrance Allah says indeed for him will be a, a tough difficult life difficult astringent tight life in this world in the grave and then we will raise him on the day of judgment blind on the flip side of it the one who leads the manhaj even in, under coronavirus even under lockdown even under as the plague is spreading in this case this person is leading his life based on the manhaj Allah says man amin salihan min dhakarin aw untha wa huwa mu'min surah nahal ayah number 97 Allah says whoever leads a life of righteousness whoever does good deeds be male or female as long as they are believers falanuhiyanu hayatan tayyiba we guarantee we guarantee that they will enjoy a peaceful life subhanallah peaceful good nice life and we'll reward them with the best of rewards of what they used to do so this is my dear friends guarantee from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala no matter what the crisis is we just heard the news sad news of in the UK the first youngster passed away a young person first one and happened to be a Muslim Muhammad Ismail I think so 13 year old may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant him Jannah al-Firdaus and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make him uh, uh, from amongst the shuhada and may Allah grant his parents and his siblings and his family members sabr al-jameel as well as all of those who have passed away for whatever type of illness uh, in, from the ummah my dear brothers and sisters whoever follows the manhaj and whoever is a believer no matter how he passes away he is successful no matter if he say oh he passed away so young he, he, you know, his, his life got cut short or this and that remember he is far more successful than the person who led, who led a life of super enjoyment and luxury at the age of 90 then he passes away so called peaceful death and sleep no, what is happening Allah knows best so we are reminded again and again that no matter what situation you find yourself in look out and search for the sharia and you follow that you will be leading a successful life even if it means death comes to a person. Ta'awudh is not only for salah, not only when we, when we uh, 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 spend the night somewhere, but dear brothers and sisters, when we even ride our conveyance, we get onto our camel, our horse, what we call now our cars, and motorcycles and planes. Nabi Salam's dua, A'udh billah, Seeking refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah min yasal khaira hadi dabba. Wallah, I seek the good out of this animal. Wa khaira ma khuliqat lahu. And the good of what it was created for. Wa a'udhu bin shari. I seek refuge in you from the evil of this animal. And the evil of what has been created for. Meaning, that ya Allah, I do not want to get hurt from this animal. Nor do I want to travel and go to a place in which you are displeased with me. Yani, I do not want to utilize this animal and we would apply it this car. In a manner that is displeasing to you. Every single time we're sitting, Ya Allah, do not allow me to drive to a place that is displeasing to you. Do not allow me to get into a situation which is displeasing to you. For example, do not allow me to keep on driving in a situation now I miss my salah. Or I go somewhere and I, I end up compromising my deen. So a true believer, the sign of his iman is that he's continuously seeking refuge in Allah from the accursed shaitan. From this shaitan al-rajim, uh, 
no matter what situation he's in. Um, when he's entering his home, and when he's leaving his home, when he's meeting his family, all the situations. Rajim means cursed. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told him, Ukhruj bin ha, get, get out of here, you are accursed. The next is Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. This mentions in, in, surah, in surah Al-Naml, it's mentioned. إِنَّهُ مِنْ سُلَيْمَانِ وَإِنَّهُ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ Ayah number 30 in Surah Naml A discussion took place Eventually a letter was written from Suleyman to Bilqis The queen of Saba And she said That whole story went and took place And then Suleyman sent a letter With the hudhud bird And it said إِنَّهُ مِنْ سُلَيْمَانِ Indeed this letter is, to, is addressed to you O, o the queen of Saba From Suleyman and he begins by وَإِنَّهُ and remember Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim أَلَّا تَعْلُوا عَلَيَّ وَأْتُونِ مُسْلِمِينَ Do not try to become arrogant with me Do not try to flex your muscles with me as we would say وَأْتُونِ مُسْلِمِينَ And come to me as believers So Sayyidina started this great sunnah That you begin not only your letters with Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim But every book, every magazine uh, every uh, article Every text message Every email Every whatsapp message Every post MashaAllah We all begin with Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Regardless of what the topic we're speaking about Whatever it is We are always going to begin with Bismillahirrahmanirrahim So let's uh, spend a couple minutes on this Bismillah begins with this ba Right Ism- Ismullah in the name of Allah But you have this ba and ba means in with the name of Allah. So it's like as though the sentence is incomplete. With the name of Allah, most gracious, merciful. What does that mean? So it's been left open so that we may, our or our, rather our situation may fill in the blanks. Our situation may fill in the blanks. So you're about to eat and you say, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. It means, Akulu Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. I am eating in the name of Allah. With the name of Allah A person is uh, uh, Wearing his clothing He's saying Bismillah Same thing uh, uh, Meaning Albasu Bismillah A person is Leaving his house so He says Bismillah It means Akhuruju Bismillah So whatever situation We find ourselves in We should be saying Bismillah uh, When it comes to A'udhu Billahi Minash Rajim uh, you know, usually that is something we specifically do when reciting Quran. Although there are other places, maybe a person may say it, but usually is done with the Quran. However, Bismillah Rahman Rahim and Bismillah is to be done popularly, you know, widely. Wherever wherever we are in, we do everything with Bismillah. So there are a few meanings or a few ways we can understand when we say Bismillah. One is when we're drinking a glass of water, and why are we saying Bismillah? It's as though we are reminding ourselves of this blessing. But do you know, don't just gulp this glass of cold water. Think that this water actually, where it's coming from? The, the sun's rays um, came upon the ocean. And then from there, the steam went up and... Uh, it went, and clouds are formed And um, It traveled In the sky And ev- eventually when the right atmospheric conditions um, Were present Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent down rain To the Earth And from there it went into the springs Into the rivers Into the wells And then from there Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allowed us to reach to those places, those sweet water uh, reservoirs, and to take water and to drink from there. So much background, how much effort, how many years, how many, how many, yani millions of of things were took place before this water came into our bottle or our hand. Subhanallah. And so, when a person says Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, we are thinking about all of this thing that. This Allah is my Raziq This Allah is the one who is my Mu'ti This Allah is my Wahib This Allah is the Ghani This Allah is the Kareem This Allah is the Saqi This is the one who is giving me water He's the one who is providing me sustenance He's the one who is giving me these gifts 
So that's one of the things. Whenever we say Bismillahirrahmanirrahim before we do anything, opening the door, opening a car, uh, anywhere, we are thinking about the blessing of this app, this thing that we are about to use or are using. And the second thing we can think about is the Sunnah there. That when we say uh, when we say Bismillahirrahmanirrahim We're saying that there is a specific manhaj A method that I'm supposed to be drinking water Since I said Allah's name I need to drink in a manner that is pleasing to Allah I cannot be drinking water in a manner that is displeasing to Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala Following the sunnah of Rasulullah We are going to drink For example, sitting down We are going to drink uh, Holding our glass in our right hand We are going to uh, Not um, uh, you know, chug down the water. Instead, we are going to drink in sips, nice small sips, three sips, for example. And between these sips, we can be thanking Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and we will not uh, breathe into the glass. Instead, we'll take a sip and remove the glass from our mouth, and then we'll take another sip and remove the glass from 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 the mouth. This is actually a hadith of the Prophet ﷺ Related by Imam Bayhaqi From Abu Sa'id Khudri That Abin al-Qadha an-Fiq Abin al-Qadha an-Fiq means uh, Separate the bowl from your mouth Because Nabi Wasallam's method of drinking Was from a bowl A clay, clay bowl You know, a bowl made out of clay, uh, mud dried, Dry mud Abin al-Qadha an-Fiq Imagine Allah Akbar 1500 years ago The Prophet Sallallahu Is explaining to us How these germs are spread I mean he didn't explain That this is through the uh, uh, Through the germ He just simply said That this is more hygiene This is more Appropriate This is better And now we know That when a person um, uh, when, a, when a person uh, Breathes into uh, a, a glass With water or bottle Then A lot of germs Etc Get transferred over And our Nabi Sallallahu Is saying Don't do that Okay, sip it. Do not chug it down. Nabi Salam in another hadith, he said how some of the internal organs, that do not chug down water. Some of the internal organs, uh, they get, uh, they 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 may end up getting sick when a person drinks water without taking a breath in between and keeps on drinking too much back to back without taking a breath in, in between this is all the sunnah i mean there's so now when we say bismillah rahman rahim before we eat before we drink before we do anything we are reminding ourselves that i need to follow the sunnah of the prophet sallallahu in order to please allah subhanahu wa ta'ala otherwise there's no difference there is no difference between my method of drinking and the non-muslims drinking and an animal drinking which animal doesn't drink water? From birds to cats to predatory animals in the jungle. Everyone's drinking water. What's the difference? What separates me from them? It is the fact that we follow the sunnah. Sunnah is what separates our marriages, our nikah from the, the animals and the, and, and the non-Muslims way of doing things. It's not just rep- reproduction. Uh, absolutely not. It is What separates it is the sunnah method. And so we've been told that to close the doors of the bathroom, for example, saying Bismillah, to protect ourselves from shaitan. shaitan. To, when, we take, when we remove our clothes and change our clothes, say Bismillah. Because uh, Allah Azza wa Jal will then put a veil between us and the shayateen who will not be able to see us. So that's why every single thing we're supposed to be saying Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the blessings. When we enter the home, leave the home, all of those things. Nabi Salam went over to went, mentioned to that anything that you begin, any important affair that you begin without Bismillah, then that thing is incomplete. You can never have something complete without saying Bismillah. Remember that. No matter what great affair you're doing, you can never you can never have full achievement you can never get 100% without saying bismillah rahman rahim and now when we say bismillah rahman rahim in the name of allah we said the verb is kept open whatever situation you are it applies there allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's beautiful name bismillah is he didn't suffice with that 
like a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytani rajim right not like that here allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instead he brought two of his attributes ar-rahman and ar-rahim what is the difference between these two beautiful names of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we'll get to that but one thing is it's obvious that these two words or rather these two attributes are Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy and both of them are hyperbolic terms meaning there's mubalagha right it's not just merciful extremely merciful extremely kind yani there's super abundance of his mercy there's perfection of his mercy and so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he begins he teaches us how to begin everything from a letter to entering our home by saying i begin at the name of allah and then the two attributes and both of those attributes are focusing on the mercy of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is what the focus of a believer should be of how loving caring allah azza wa jal is inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun people my dear friends we we take what you, what i'm saying what you're listening we take it for granted yeah of course we know that allah is merciful allah is caring and loving but not everyone is blessed to think like that there are many people unfortunately in this day and age because of the crisis for example they're seeing um they start blaming allah azza wa jalla they say i give allah you know I, he can't be existing because of all the suffering that is going on etc the problem is this is not understanding the wisdom of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when a doctor performs a surgery it's painful uh, but a person willingly submits himself to the doctor because understands that this is for my own good uh, when all sorts of medication is given many of it is bitter a person has this yaqeen and this conviction that the doctor knows what they're doing even though we don't even know how to read we don't understand the label we don't understand what chemicals we're putting and ingesting we say okay doctor said it samiana wa ta'ana when it comes to allah can we not have that level of yaqeen that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all wise all powerful and he has a plan you and i are not privy to the plan but he knows what he's doing even through this crisis and we submit ourselves to the will of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala focusing on this aspect of rahman and rahim allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have introduced himself with rahman okay merciful and then along with that al-muntaqim the one who avenges himself he could have said um al-qawi al-aziz al-ghalib but he didn't both names allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is focusing on the mercy of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is just tells you so much about how allah wants us to know him some have said that there is a difference slight difference of course there is going to be some difference because there's no uh repetition in that sense there's got to be some hikmah and wisdom where the two names have been mentioned so some have said that rahman is for the entire creation while rahim is only for the believers rahman is for the entire creation and rahim is for the only for the believers others have said rahman is with regards to the great blessings the greatest blessings and rahim is for the more subtle blessings الرحمن بخلقه جميعا الرحيم بالمؤمنين only for only for believers or for all الرحمن is for the greater جلائل النعم for the big blessings الرحيم بدقائقها the more subtle ones الرحمن في الأولى الرحمن in the dunya الرحيم في الآخرة الرحيم in the hereafter الرحمن في ذاته الرحمن in his being and الرحيم في أفعاله الرحيم in his actions right so Allah subhanahu wa taala uh in all his aspects he is rahman and rahim um when a person for example sees uh someone doing something kind and nice we say oh that is so such a nice action but what if the person he's doing it for a wrong intention he's doing it for fame and name he's doing it for some other alternate uh, what you call some uh, some alternative ulterior motive then We're not going to say he's merciful in his heart. I mean obviously we don't know what's in his heart, but Allah knows. So we may say his action, mashallah is very easy. We judge him 
based on his action. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what's in his heart. So for example, a person can be doing something which is nice, but with a wrong intention. And in that case, we're going to say that he's only Rahim in his actions and not in his being. He's evil in his being. If he's trying to harm someone through his apparently nice action. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his being as well in all his actions is merciful. And this should give us some peace of mind. That when you see anything going wrong in this dunya, apparently you need to have yaqeen that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in control. Allah is in control. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a plan. At the end, it will also get sorted out. At the end, it all will get sorted out. Allah created us in the first place to have mercy upon us. In this dunya and the akhirah. Do not say Allah created us to punish us. This is the kalam of shaitan. This is the kalam of shaitan to say, why were we created if we were going to suffer? Right? This is the statements of shaitan. It's Allah SWT created us to have mercy upon us and mercy comes in various ways. Sometimes mercy comes in the form of losing your job. Sometimes mercy comes in the form of a sick child. Sometimes mercy comes in the, in the losing of a family member. Etc, etc. So the, the, the most closest servants to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala were his prophets. Yet they had the most difficult lifestyle. They had the most difficult life. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put them through much difficult, much difficulty. And uh, this is where yani, we are reminded that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not only began Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim or the beginning Basmalah with Rahman ar-Rahim but Surah Al-Fatiha very soon you'll see Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Maliki Yawmiddin Immediately Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also within the third ayah uh, bring or uh, sorry the second ayah brings the same two attributes same two attributes because that is what he wants him to be known as this is his what, what I'd say like you know like your um, business card you have many different things you may be doing many different things but you when you give what you write on your business card is what you want people to know you as so this repetition in Surah Al-Fatiha is not without a purpose. Instead it is that know that Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim at the beginning was to create a hope within the hearts of the believers. And then Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen ar-Rahman ar-Rahim in Fatiha, in Surah Al-Fatiha these two attributes are mentioned for His praise. That this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is worthy of praise is because He is most gracious, most merciful. Inshallah tabarak wa ta'ala We'll end uh, today's session with A'udhu Billahi Mishtan Rajeem Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim And we'll recite so We'll start the Surah Al-Fatiha uh, Next week Bi-Idhanihi um, Ta'ala You may have seen that I shared a lot But by Allah This is nothing I mean the amount that has been written By our scholars On A'udhu Billah in Basmalah Is just mind-boggling Hundreds and hundreds of pages You can find Because there is so much The fact that we are supposed to be reciting this All the time All the day Obviously tells you there's so much packed in it And so we should make a habit Anytime we feel laziness In reciting Quran Laziness in doing something which we're supposed to be doing Say A'udhu Billahi Rasulullah Rajeem Anytime we feel angry Say A'udhu Billahi Rasulullah Rajeem Anytime we feel a temptation of shaitan Influencing us to do something wrong Against the sharia Say A'udhu Billahi Rasulullah Rajeem And secondly All the time before we do anything Let's make a habit of just making a habit of always saying Bismillah, Bismillah, Bismillah. And if we lead our life like this, inshallah our ending will also come like this. Mawlana Yusuf Tutla, Rahmatullahi Ali, Rahmatan Wasi'ah, one of the great leading famous ulama of South Africa, passed away just two days ago in South Africa. And I remember uh, he was so kind, so nice. He used to always have a book, st- he used to have a bookstall. This is how he used to uh, earn his living, small bookstall he used to have. And whenever there would be ishtamas, he would be selling those books. And we'd go stop by as madrasa students. Um, and I think probably the first time I met him was in 98 in the huge world in Madrasa Azadil. Probably that's where I met him first. But mashallah, he would remember us. We'd always say the three Chicago brothers. And alhamdulillah, you would always remember and meet him. Recently, I met him in, in, in Haram as well. And uh, mashallah, you know, he would always meet us and greet us with a beautiful smile. He was one of the khulafa. Uh, and one of the uh, st- students and uh, 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 of Sheikh Zakaria rahimullah and he was from the same city of Stanger South Africa where Hazrat Sheikh Ramtul Ali made his famous final i'tikaf of in Ramadan 
before passing away in Medina Munawwara. So just two days ago he passed away. And uh, uh, the brother who was with him said that uh, he had a heart attack. And as they were rushing him to the hospital, uh, he said, okay, okay, wait, before I go to the hospital, I want to perform two rakat salah. I presume in the state of wudu, he already was, as these elders are always in the state of wudu. And he asked, he, I remember he used to wear a koti, a jacket, a vest coat. So he asked for his vest coat, mashallah. Because you know, you're praying salah, you want to be in your good shape, dressed beautifully. I mean, think about that. He's had a heart attack, but he says, I want my jacket, I want my koti before I pray my two He prayed his two rakat salah, and on the musalla, before he could stand up to go to the hospital, he passed away right there. Subhanallah. May Allah grant him Jannat al Firdaus and grant Sabr Jamil to him, his family, his students, and the Ummah. Um, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all a righteous death like that as well. Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen. How does that happen? But that happens by making a habit of saying Bismillah all the time, by reading Audhu Billah whenever we feel lazy and whenever we feel insinuation of shaitan. And by staying connected with the Quran, I would like to end like we do our sessions with a uh, some dhikr and dua. I be, I began today's uh, talk uh, with a statement of Anas radiAllahu anhu, uh, as well as a statement of Ibn Hajar rahimahumullah. And what, what was that when Shaban began, uh, the Muslims would give out zakah for the poor so that the poor could prepare for Ramadan, and they would start reciting. They would fall upon their Qur'ans and start reciting it abundantly. So I want to end with that point as well. Then make sure uh, we all uh, make us start our word of one, two, three Jews as much as we can right now. Alhamdulillah, many students of Darussalam and their families have made a habit of doing Khatm al-Qur'an every single day. There are multiple groups that are making Khatm al-Qur'an every single day. Um, and uh, there are Khatm, khatm Bukhari has taken place as well. I would request all of the family, uh, the volunteers here, the Ansar, the c- community people who are listening to me, to please also um, connect with your families on WhatsApp or whatever else, and try to make, um, you know, daily khatams. 30, 30 family members, uh, extended family, relatives, WhatsApp group, and recite one one juice every day. And we can have a daily. Alhamdulillah, last night two people messaged me to say, we've made two khatam Qurans, we would like you to, uh, you know, record a dua. And uh, for our khatam and send it. Subhanallah. This is an amazing, yani Allahu Akbar, an honor that I don't deserve, but I feel it's it's a gift of Allah for me uh, that I can participate in these khatams. So there are tens of khatams like this taking place in and around uh, Darussalam. We would would like all of you to be participating in those khatams. I mean your own, and make this khatam a means of of bringing Allah's mercy upon our families. And uh, asking Allah to remove uh, uh, His anger and wrath from the ummah. In this pandemic as well And in terms of sadaqah and zakat I want to uh, share with you Alhamdulillah An exciting uh, project that Darussalam Salaam has embarked on Many of you have reached out to me And other brothers to say That we would like to uh, On behalf of Darussalam Actively participate In helping those who are in need And so uh, MashaAllah We are coordinating uh, uh, um, With Ikna Relief Which is a local Chicago Actually it's a national organization But they have a chapter here To serve food to uh, families who are in need right now as we speak hundreds of families have, uh, who are living hand to mouth do not have that daily income coming in anymore and they are reaching out to soup kitchens and the soup kitchens have run out of food and now they're asking for help from anyone else who can donate so alhamdulillah we, the Ikna Relief made a goal of 5,000 uh, uh, food boxes which are $50 each and uh, which will have oil, lentils, uh, flour, sugar you know all the basics and the goal is to have 5,000 boxes to be handed out before Ramadan uh, and during Ramadan. And uh, Alhamdulillah, Dar Salaam, here I, I feel like, mashallah, this our listener base, we have a huge listener base. We have a huge uh, volunteer base. Alhamdulillah, beautiful brothers, sisters. And you, if you start ex- reaching out to your families, we can, we can reach into the thousands. So our goal, first easy, simple goal is to uh, have 500 food boxes handed out. Inshallah, I'm hopeful with Allah's fadl that you are all who are listening. You are going to help. You can look at the flyer on the on the your screen. You're going to help um, uh, get this done within a week or less. And we'll have. Uh, I'll give you updates. Inshallah, we, uh, the other scholars, I'll, I'll share with them the updates, and they'll announce at the end of the dars how much we've raised. 
and uh, so that we can immediately send it over to Ikna Relief uh, to get these boxes uh, packed. Inshallah, if we're done with the 500, then the next week we can do another 500, or in the next month we can do another 500 or so. There's a total of 5,000 that they are they're uh, they're aiming towards, and I am I have hope with Allah Azza wa Jal that Allah will accept all of you and accept me. Alhamdulillah, today I, I wanted to participate and be the one of the first people who, um, uh, to do that. So I've t- I've I've uh, Allah, Allah accept that. I'm asking all of you as well to um, take a box or two, as much as Allah. If you can take three, four, five, six, however much, make niyyah of sadaqah. Um, and uh, just send it uh, to social services at masjidds.org on, on QuickPay or, or Zelle or you can donate online at masjidds.org uh, backslash foodbox and 100% of this money is going to be given directly to Ikna Relief we're working with them in, and then if some of you would like to help pack the boxes etc you can text message us and or you can directly contact Ikna Relief and inshallah, uh, definitely they require help in, in boxing and purchasing, etc. All those type of things as well. Right now, the, f- the drive we're making is for, is for raising the money. And when it comes to uh, helping with other aspects, please do reach out to us or reach out to, uh, to them. And I hope this will be practicing the method of the salaf that we're reciting Quran now. We're doing our daily khatmah Qurans with our family members. And we're also uh, giving sadaqah and zakat. Um, uh, and getting our family members together, maybe our family WhatsApp group to say, okay, inshallah, not only we're going to get thirty, uh, you know, thirty Jews, but every member, let's all donate fifty dollars and get a box. Mashallah, thirty from the Khan family, thirty from the Patel family, thirty from the Ahmad family, thirty from the Fulan family, and that would be just an amazing way to really show Allah Subhanahu wa Taala our eagerness uh, uh, and our desire to bring His happiness into our lives and for the Ummah. I mean, Rabbil Alamin. Let us make inshallah some dhikr uh, for a few minutes. La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. La ilaha illallah, 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 la ilaha illallah. لا إله إلا الله 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 لا لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الله 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 الله
Allah, Allahu 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 Allah, La ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Sallallahu ala Muhammad Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 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 Sallallahu ala Muhammad Sallallahu Allahu alayhi wa sallam sallallahu ala Muhammad sallallahu 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 alayhi wa sallam sallallahu Allahu ala Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Sallallahu 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 ala Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam استغفر الله 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 Astaghfirullah 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 بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد وعلى سيدنا محمد بارك وسلم اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحسي ثنان عليك أنت كم أثنيت على نفسك اللهم يا حي قيوم يا حي قيوم يا أحد الصمد الذي لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد اللهم يا حنان يا منان يا حنان يا منان يا ذا الجلال والإكرام ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكوننا من الخاسرين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم
اللهم نسألك من خير كله عاجله واجله ما علمنا منه ما لم نعلم ونعوذ بك من الشر كله عاجله واجله ما علمنا منه ما لم نعلم اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وعبادك الصالحون ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وعبادك الصالحون وأنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله اللهم اشفنا واشف مرضانا ومرضى المسلمين اللهم ارحم موتانا اللهم ارحم موتانا وموتى المسلمين اللهم ارحم موتانا وموتى المسلمين اللهم انصر المستضعفين من المسلمين في كل مكان اللهم يا حي قيب ألف بين قلوبنا وأصلح ذات بيننا وانصرنا على من عادنا وعاد الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم يا حي قيوم يسر كل عسير فإن تيسير كل عسير عليك يسير اللهم لا سهل إلا ما جعلت سهلا وأنت تجعل الحزن سهلا إذا شئت اللهم وافقنا لما تحب وترضى بالقول والعمل والفعل والنية والهدي إنك على كل شيء قدير اللهم 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 ارزقنا حبك وحب من يحبك وحب عمل الذي يبلغنا إلى حبك اللهم ارزقنا حبا القرآن اللهم ارزقنا حب حبيبك صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم ارزقنا حب سنة النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم يا حي يا قيوم ارحمهما كما ربيانا صغيرا رب ارحمهما كما ربيانا صغيرا رب ارحمهما كما ربيانا صغيرا oh Allah we ask you to accept our gathering accept our gathering ya Allah make us all students of the Quran oh Allah make us ya Allah students lifelong students of the Quran make us ushak and lovers of the Quran make us from amongst those who recite the Quran profusely who focus on its meanings who focus on its teachings who implement its teachings who propagate its meanings and teachings oh Allah oh Allah we ask you from amongst those who are who've given the who've been given the tawfiq and the blessing from you to be able to recite abundantly with beautiful tilawah with beautiful tajweed with, oh Allah who make an effort to beautify their voice who make an effort to beautify their tajweed ya Allah grant all of us the ability to work on our recitation of the Quran every single day allow us to seek out teachers and allow us to learn from the teachers ya Allah how to recite Quran beautifully oh Allah do not allow uh, even to become to allow do not allow us to remain deprived even as we sit at home locked down oh Allah which is the perfect opportunity for us to dedicate hours to reciting and learning how to read the Quran ya Allah save us save us save us for becoming those wretched people who are deprived of the Quran save us for becoming those wretched people who are deprived of picking up the mushaf ya Allah ya Allah ya Allah I seek refuge in you and we all seek refuge in you from becoming deprived from becoming deprived save us from becoming deprived ya Allah grant us tawfiq ya Allah grant us tawfiq oh Allah many brothers and sisters who have reached out who have family members who are in ICU who have family members ya Allah who have COVID-19 ya Allah who have family members who are struggling for their life oh Allah we ask you Allah to grant them sh- sh- complete shifa ya Allah grant them complete shifa oh Allah if, if ya Allah if shifa is meant for them oh Allah quickly ya Allah grant them complete shifa and allow them to lead a beautiful nice life afterwards oh Allah and if death has been written for them oh Allah grant them husnul khatima grant them the ability to recite the kalima before they leave this world oh Allah grant them to leave this world in a state that you are pleased with them allow them to leave this world in a state that you are pleased with them that you have forgiven their sins you have, oh Allah make their sickness their sickness ya Allah and this plague a means of their 100% all of their sins being wiped away oh Allah grant them and the reward of a martyr grant them the death of a martyr grant them the, ya Allah grant them the death of a martyr oh Allah grant us safety to all of us oh Allah grant safety to all our loved ones our elders our youngsters oh Allah grant safety to the entire ummah oh Allah remove your anger from us remove your wrath from us allow us to do such good deeds which will become a ha- which means of ha- your happiness oh Allah we seek repentance and seek forgiveness from those sins which have brought our, your wrath upon us ya Allah Oh Allah, make the Muslims turn towards you. Make the non-Muslims turn to you. Oh Allah, all of us to become humbled in front of you, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, whatever uh, permissible desires and needs we all have, Ya Allah, grant uh, us those permissible desires and needs. Oh Allah, oh Allah, we ask you to take care of the needs of our elderly, take care of the needs of our poor and our young ones and our adults. Oh Allah, all of us are muhtaj, all of us are faqir. Oh Allah, you're the only one who needs no one and everyone needs you. Ya Allah, nahnu al-fuqara'u ilayk anta al-ghani wa nahnu al-fuqara'u ilayk anta al-ghani wa nahnu al-fuqara'u ilayk. Oh Allah, oh Allah, we ask you to keep make us uh, only of you make us oh Allah turn to you in need and never ever uh, oh Allah uh, put us in a situation where we ever have to extend our hands to anyone else besides you ya Allah save us from ever extending our hands to anyone besides you oh Allah oh Allah we ask you to grant us a life of sunnah grant us a death on sunnah grant us a life of, of, of sunnah and a death upon sunnah oh Allah grant us all the ability to improve on our character and our akhlaq oh Allah oh Allah grant us the ability to improve our character and our akhlaq oh Allah we ask you to grant us the ability to improve on our salah grant us the ability to improve on, on, on our knowledge of the deen Oh Allah, we ask you to allow us to teach our children appropriately. Allow our children to go further than us in our deeny knowledge. Oh Allah, allow our children to become a source of happiness for us and, and for the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Whatever needs the brothers and sisters have, oh Allah, fulfill those needs, ya Allah. Oh Allah, this project that we've embarked on of, of providing Ya Allah for the needy families here O Allah allow us to be able to complete our goals in a very very quick time and allow us Ya Allah to become a means and a conduit. O Allah allow Dar salam 
to become a means and a miftah and a key for khair thousands of people being fed and thousands of people gaining guidance and thousands of people's questions being answered oh Allah allow this institution to continue to become a means of khair and blessing and barakah for millions of lives Allah to become a means of revival of Islam in all its shapes forms and aspects in all facets of it ya Allah in all, in, and allow it to become a means of rahmah for the entire ummah subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun wa salamun ala al-mursaleen walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen ameen 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 السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته